Welcome to Mom School, where I empower busy, stressed, and loving moms like you with mindfulness to create a more joyful, balanced, and fulfilling mom life journey. My name is Lacey Newton, and as a mom of two and creator of Mama Simpatico, I understand the challenges of mom life all too well. And through my own journey and transformation, I've discovered the power of mindfulness in helping me move from surviving to thriving. Now I'm excited to share these ancient wisdom and research supported tools and practices with you. I want to help you intentionally create a mom life that feels good and is aligned with who you are and who you are becoming. So join me on this journey to raise the tide of happiness for yourself and all of us mamas. Now let's dive into today's episode. Does something about your child, your parenting values, or your consciously chosen lifestyle reside on the margins of what society or your cultural circles consider normal or, quote, right? If so, this is an episode you're going to want to tune into. I am going to share with you a strategy for managing those situations where something about your circumstances lays in the margins of social expectations so that you can move from feeling split and conflicted to whole and congruent. About six weeks ago, I bought jeans that didn't fit well, but promised myself because of my new fitness habits, I would soon look and feel amazing in these jeans. And if you are a breathing human who identifies with cultural female norms, I would bet a lot of money that you can relate. When you've done this, how do you feel when you look at those clothes the next day? Does it actually motivate you to change your habits and start doing the things that the smaller size version of you does to strut in those jeans with confidence? Or does seeing those jeans trigger an inner thought parade of shame, guilt, and helplessness? For me, it's the latter. And by the way, I am casting no judgment on the idea of looking and feeling fit and healthy. Fit and healthy is fun and it feels good. What I'm challenging is the idea that my immediate culture imposes an almost inescapable thought that I am a more worthy human being who will feel forever happy when I can wear those damn skinnier version of myself jeans. And even though I'm on the moderately seasoned side of living with mindfulness, I am not immune to the ways that culture suggests women should look. And those messages turn into thoughts, which, if left unchecked, turn into really uncomfortable feelings that I don't want to feel if it's avoidable. Can you relate to this too? And what mindfulness has offered me is the ability to step back and witness what is happening with a bird's eye view. Viewing my experience with more distance has led me to a few conclusions. The problem isn't the jeans. The problem is the idea that I should be able to wear those jeans to feel confident, valuable, and worthy. The problem isn't the jeans. The problem is that I bought the jeans envisioning myself as someone different than I am today. Effectively sending myself the message that the way I am today is not good enough. The problem isn't the jeans. The problem is that I thought wearing those jeans would make me happier. So what does this have to do with mom life? There is a skinny jeans version of mom life, metaphorically speaking. Stay with me here for a minute. There is a way that our society says moms should live to be good enough and happy 
and in my experiences, these messages are contradictory or even mutually exclusive, which can really F with my thinking. Here are some messages that I've gotten and I still get from the cultural circles I am part of. And to caveat this, my season of mom life is one with a seven-year-old and a five-year-old. So I get messages like this. There was and is a right age for babies to crawl, walk, read, and ride a bike. My kids should be polite and wait for adults to want to connect with them. And I should be in tune with my kids' needs and meet every single one of them with kindness and understanding, regardless of my current emotional experience. I should be able to keep my house clean, make meals from whole organic foods, have time for myself, and time to be available to my kids whenever they need it. My house should look really amazing on camera. I should be skinny, make amazing meals, and eat everything that is available. I shouldn't need anyone to help nourish me. That's just to get started. I'm wondering what you relate to and what other messages that you receive that I haven't even mentioned. In May of this year, 2023, the Policy Center for Maternal Mental Health came out with report cards for each state in the United States, providing the first ever comprehensive view of maternal mental health care in America. Here is a quote from their website. The U.S. is failing mothers only scoring a D grade. Just one state had received the highest grade of a B minus, and 42 states received Ds and Fs. This research investigated three domains for moms. The first was providers and programs available. The second was screening and screening reimbursement. And the third was insurance coverage and payment. California is the only state with the highest rank of a B minus and 42 states, again, 42 states received Ds and Fs. And as a Californian, with several other advantages, I also realize they're not available to everyone. I still have to admit, mom life kind of sucks. And here again, many of you have heard me discuss this before, but I want to highlight again how I differentiate mom life from motherhood. My perspective is that the term motherhood represents all the things that go along with a mother connecting to her child and what it's like to nurture a child into their adulthood. And when I say mom life, I mean all the things that come along with motherhood in our current culture, the things that go beyond the connection and the nurturing, the mental load, the physical load, the emotional load, the sacrifices in career, financial stability, and personal actualization the imposition of perfection, and the muzzles of happiness that we are supposed to portray. And while this report card suggests that the leaps and bounds that we need to make as a society to improve the opportunities for physical and mental wellness for moms as a whole, you and I don't have to wait for major policy change to start making some things better for mom life now. But, of course, please vote and share your opinions with your elected officials for the sake of all of us and the future parents you are currently raising. And while the work of the Maternal Mental Health State Report Cards is more than critical, I don't want us to stop there and leave our happiness in the hands of policies. We can begin to make improvements to mom life today, this very minute in fact. We get to redefine what mom life is on an individual basis, on our terms, and in a way that is flexible, 
to allow acceptance and grace and understanding for our individual uniquenesses. So part of how I hope to evolve Mama Simpatico and Mom School is through practical strategies that you can use today, right now. The time between when major social policy changes improve and when you have to do the dishes again. So here is my soapbox for today. I want to help us moms trailblaze a mom life that is meaningful, fulfilling, and feels congruent with who we are. I'm going to start calling this idea of living mom life from the inside out rather than the outside in, trailblazing. I am a trailblazer. It took me a while to get here, and not only did it take me time, but I needed mentors, education, conversation, tears, a new connection to my inner wisdom, and plenty of room for trial and error. My conclusion from all of this is that it's best to trailblaze my own mom life journey rather than keep up with the messages I receive from the world. I have made decisions that are different from popular culture, from my upbringing, and from friends and family. And where I differ does not come from a place of judgment for the decisions of others. It comes from a place of connection to what is right for me and the way I want to show up as a mom. And where I am similar to others and cultural norms, I know that that too comes from decisions that meet with my integrity. Because one thing I've also realized, I can trailblaze whenever I want to. And it feels amazingly powerful. I want that for you too, Mama. So back to this idea of trailblazing a path for your own mom life and the freaking skinny-ass jeans collecting dust in the closet. Skinnier self-jeans are the closet metaphor for how mom life expectations are passed along to us. Society may tell us that we need to be this or that to be a good mom, but we can say nope and let go of those outdated concepts like dropping jeans in the donation box. In her book, The Way of Integrity, Martha Beck shares with us this idea that when we go down a road that contrasts with our innate nature or our inner wisdom, we will be living in what she calls duality, meaning that we will be attempting to live aligned with two core belief systems or even multiplicity aligned with multiple core belief systems. Living in outward physical manifestation of what is inwardly true and honest is where our happiness comes from. So we need to make decisions based on our inner world and live in congruence if we want more happiness. Doing mom life the way you think you, quote, should, aka aspiring to those damn skinny jeans, is a recipe to split from yourself. So what can you do about this? Well, this may sound counterintuitive within a culture where action is often the solution, but one of the best things you can do to trailblaze a new path for mom life is meditate. When you meditate, you'll begin to notice the waterfall of thoughts that go through your mind. You'll start to see what kind of thoughts they are. Judgments, self-judgments, worry about negative things happening, worry about what others say, resentment, guilt, wishing things could be different. Once we begin to see the thoughts, we can start to sense the emotions that the thoughts trigger. We will notice thought emotion connections like when I believe I should be cleaning instead of taking an overdue nap, I see the resulting guilt. Or when I focus on my interests and friendships, I notice thoughts about not being a good mom and feel shame. 
Once we see the chain reaction of our thoughts triggering uncomfortable emotions, the next thing we begin to see is our automatic reactions that we turn to in order to ease those tricky emotions. Do we deny ourselves that nap and keep going even though our tank is empty? Do we complain and start snapping at our family members? Do we turn to wine to numb the discomfort? So when we meditate, we get to know how we work from a bird's eye view. This bird's eye view empowers us to notice spaces within that chain of thoughts, emotions, reactions. And it's these spaces where we can find incredible power and make change. Okay, so here's a quick recap before I explain a strategy for interrupting the chain of thoughts, emotion, reactions. If you find mom life overwhelming, exhausting, and nearly impossible, the biggest challenges are probably not your kids or your experience of motherhood. The nearly impossible thing is keeping up with a mom life that is handed down to us through previous generations, our current cultural messages and norms, and unsupportive government and healthcare systems. And we have the power to navigate this muddiness mindfully, to take what works for us, for our children, for our families, and to leave the rest. After all, cultural expectations of mom life are just ideas. It's kind of wild how ideas can become as solid as concrete, but it does not have to be that way. So one option that we have when we notice a thought pop up is to let it flutter on by like a butterfly crossing our hiking trail. I know some of you have heard me say this before, but I want to explain it in a little bit more detail. So by this, I mean that responding to this uninvited thought, like you would literally respond to a butterfly, you might notice it, check it out while it's there, and then watch it move along as you continue your intended route. You wouldn't try to catch it and hold on to it and make your next choices ones that are shaped by having a pet butterfly. And you also wouldn't run away from it or squish it out of fear that it would cause you harm. With practice, this is what is possible with thoughts. We can see them pop up. We might consider their nature or we might not. And then we allow them to move along. When we try to hold on to the thoughts, especially the unhelpful ones, by believing they are true, they can shape our choices and make us miserable. So when you see a thought that is pulling you toward a choice in mom life that doesn't feel good in your body or match your values or your vision of how you want to manage this mom life thing, pause and let the thought flutter by like a butterfly. This is the pearl or practice in real life for this episode. When you notice a thought that feels misaligned, purposefully insert a helpful, empowering thought that gives you permission to let the other one go. Mine is, I'm going to let that thought flutter on by. I literally say this in my mind's voice. This intentional thought stops my chain reaction of believing an unhelpful thought, feeling really uncomfortable emotions in my body because of it, and then making choices that are misaligned with how I want to show up. Of course, make this purposeful thought phrase your own if the butterfly analogy isn't for you. So mama, I'd like to officially invite you to trailblaze with me. Let's do this mom life in a way that feels good rather than depleting. We can start by making choices to what is working and what is not working within the thoughts we believe. 
we can interrupt the thought-emotion-habitual-reaction cycle. Seemingly small changes in believing your thoughts will actually have a hugely compounding effect of you generally feeling more like yourself more often. And those of you struggling with guilt when I bring up the idea of trailblazing your own peace and happiness, I'd like to suggest that it actually might be the very best thing you can do for your kids as well. As Thich Nhat Hanh says, the most precious inheritance that parents can give their children is their own happiness. This is how we improve mom life and raise the tide of happiness for all of us. It's how we show our kids that moms are whole humans with feelings, dreams, and interests. Modeling is the best teacher, and trailblazing our own unique path is how we model how to live a fulfilled life. I hope my daughters grow up feeling secure in the way they need to trailblaze in order to live the most meaningful lives for themselves, regardless of if they choose to become a mom or not. And even, and especially if, it means making choices that are different from the ones I make. Okay, and so the idea of charting your own path may seem a little counterculture in some ways. Maybe we can simply think of it as a natural part of human evolution. It's time to evolve mom life. You can start by letting the unhelpful thoughts flutter on by like a butterfly crossing your trailblazing trail. And in all honesty, trailblazing might feel a little painful. It's a rougher ride for sure than cruising along mindlessly on the freeway. When there is no clear path, there are branches, thorns, poison oak, and all kinds of challenges. You might even step in some animal poop. And as crappy as this sounds, it will be worth it when you get to that amazing view. And eventually you'll trailblaze down a path that you love so much and walk it so frequently it will smooth out. And though I'm still in the trailblazing process myself, this has been my experience. It gets easier. So listen inside. Your inner wisdom is there for you. And I'm guessing if you listen to this podcast, you feel the call. And you know me, I am due for a Frozen movie reference. Can I lean on my girl Elsa in Frozen 2 again right here? She felt the call into the unknown, even though she loved so much about the comfort of the life she was living. And she ended up riding a water horse through uncharted territory and all around the magical forest. So I'm just saying, who knows what will happen for you? (laughs) So now, what is the right thing for you to do with those jeans that you bought or are just saving for a body that's different from the one you are in today? Please reach out and let me know. I'm thinking the answer is different for all of us trailblazers. Next week, I'll share some tips on how to manage moments when people you connect with don't understand your mom life choices. And I've got some really fun things in the works for those of you who are connecting with the idea of trailblazing a new path. And remember, you don't have to go through it alone. You've got the Mama Simpatico Village to trailblaze alongside you. If you are ready to do things differently in mom life, make sure you subscribe to the Mama Simpatico newsletter. That's where I will be sharing new opportunities first and encouraging you to keep allowing your inner wisdom to guide you. That is all for this episode. Remember, whatever is going on for you, you are in good company. Thank you for sharing your time and practice with me. May this information benefit you, your loved ones, and moms all over the world.